RTHK News. It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, three high-profile pro-democracy figures plead guilty to unauthorised assembly charges. A government adviser says buying AstraZeneca vaccines is a waste of resources amid worries about safety and efficacy. And a green group reminds people to take trash home after rubbish piled up in beauty spots during the holiday weekend. Media tycoon Jimmy Lai, former lawmaker Lee Chuk Yan and former Democratic Party chairman Yeung Sum have pleaded guilty to taking part in an unauthorised assembly in 2019. A demonstration on Hong Kong Island on August the 31st quickly descended into chaos amid clashes between protesters and police in various districts. Mr Lee told the district court, I plead guilty but I haven't done anything wrong. History will absolve me. A government advisor on the pandemic has urged health officials to cancel the SAR's order of AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccines amid concerns of a link between the shot and rare blood clots. Professor David Hoy said European regulators were still looking into the matter and noted that the drug maker had not yet applied for emergency use authorization in the SAR. The Chinese university academic said officials should look to order second-generation vaccines instead of buying the AstraZeneca jabs. For the AstraZeneca vaccine, the vaccine effectiveness against the South African strain is down to 10%, and this is undesirable. We have enough vaccines for the whole of Hong Kong population at the moment. So I think at this stage, we don't have any urgent need to purchase a third vaccine. I think we should actually keep the resources and watch out for any new development. Agency bosses say domestic helpers could be given vaccines before they fly in from the Philippines as they seek to fend off calls for a ban on all arrivals from the country. Francis Sitt reports. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Ho Park Leung said Hong Kong should ban all flights from countries such as the Philippines and India, the source of many of the SAR's imported cases. He said a ban is needed to keep COVID-19 variants out. But Theresa Liu from the Association of Hong Kong Manpower Agencies said this would have a huge impact on families who urgently need helpers. She said many domestic helpers have seen their flights to Hong Kong cancelled amid a rise in imported cases. She said her group would ask Philippine authorities whether helpers could get priority for inoculation. Betty Young, who chairs the Employers of Overseas Domestic Helpers Association, agreed that vaccination would protect helpers. But Dr Ho expressed reservations, pointing to limited vaccine supplies in the Philippines. Police say they've arrested a man on suspicion of molesting a 12-year-old girl who had been left alone at home last Thursday, while his female partner is alleged to have burgled the public housing flat in Sao Maoping. Police say the assault was recorded on a mobile phone and that the pair left with property worth $5,600, including cash, a necklace and a phone. The girl then made her own way to a police station. Marling Ho is the acting assistant police commander for Sao Maoping. A male and a female burglar were looking for targets on Ontad Estate. When they turned up at this particular flat, there was only a 12-year-old girl inside. The two threatened her in different ways and she opened the door. Thousands of Hong Kongers packed beaches, hiking trails and outlying islands over the sunny Easter and Qingming holidays. But as most of us returned to work today, one legacy of the long weekend remained. Photos posted online show large piles of rubbish littering various scenic spots. A senior conservation manager at the environmental group Green Power, Henry Loy, said this might be because many of those who headed out to the country aren't familiar with the concept of taking their trash home with them. He has this reminder for anyone planning a trip in future. 
I think they should pay attention not leaving the rubbish on the countryside, and uh, I think they should prepare well. Maybe they take some food without package to the countryside, and maybe also prepare waterproof bag when there is rubbish. They can keep it in the bag and take it back to the urban area to to live. More now on the coronavirus, and researchers in Britain have found that people who have had COVID-19 may be at increased risk of developing a range of brain conditions, including psychosis, stroke and depression. A team at Oxford University found that almost all of the 14 main illnesses affecting the brain were more common in people who'd had a COVID infection in the previous six months. Professor Paul Harrison, who led the study, said there were several possible explanations. It could be that in some people the virus actually gets into the brain and causes some damage. It could be the way your body is reacting to the virus, produces a sort of an immune or inflammatory response that again contributes to the problems. And for other people it may simply be a psychological effect, if you like, of the, the stress that having COVID and thinking what might happen to you next is the important factor. Brazil has recorded more than 4,000 coronavirus deaths in 24 hours, by far its worst day since the start of the pandemic. The country has now exceeded a third of a million deaths in total. The public health system has been overwhelmed by a surge in cases. These people in Sao Paulo blamed President Jair Bolsonaro. We should have had stricter laws like some other countries. Stricter. It would have been hard for people at the time, but we would have had a much lower number of deaths, I think. There are still a lot of people to be vaccinated, so we have to go faster. If they'd acted faster in the early stages, we wouldn't have such a high death toll. President Biden says the U.S. is on track to exceed his goal of giving 200 million vaccinations in his first 100 days in office. Mr. Biden said more than 80 percent of teachers had received at least one jab and that every American adult would be eligible for one from April the 19th. But he warned that new variants of the virus were increasing. The virus is spreading because we have too many people who seen the end in sight think we're at the finish line already. But let me be deadly earnest with you. We aren't at the finish line. We still have a lot of work to do. We're still in a life and death race against this virus. The human rights group Amnesty International says the coronavirus pandemic has brutally exposed and deepened inequalities around the world. Its annual report, published today, says the worst impact has been on the most vulnerable people, including refugees and migrants. Amnesty's Secretary General is Agnes Kalamar. Police violence has increased during COVID, whether it's in Brazil, whether it's in uh, the Philippines, and even in countries that did not have the so-called virulent strain of leaders, uh, we have found a tendency among governments to uh, instrumentalize COVID in order to normalize emergency powers. The jury in the trial of the former U.S. police officer Derek Chauvin, who's accused of murdering George Floyd, has been told that the neck restraint he employed was against policy and training. Prosecutors say Mr. Chauvin spent more than nine minutes kneeling on the neck of George Floyd, which, they argue, led to his death. Derek Chauvin denies the charges. The BBC's Gary O'Donoghue reports. 
This was a day dominated by police expert witnesses who detailed the training officers undergo throughout their careers. The court was told that while the use of force policy allowed for neck restraints at the time, they were only designed to be used when suspects were actively and aggressively resisting. Jurors also heard about two separate courses Derek Chauvin took on how to de-escalate conflicts. The prosecution argues he made no attempt to calm Mr Floyd down. People in South Korea's two biggest cities, Seoul and Busan, are voting in mayoral elections that are being closely watched as an indication of support for the president, Moon Jae-in. The BBC's Will Leonardo reports. These by-elections are notable not only for their timing a year ahead of presidential elections, but also for how they've come about. Both former mayors from President Moon's party were accused of sexual misconduct while they were in office. In Busan, the incumbent resigned. Seoul's mayor was found dead in a suspected suicide. Candidates from the Conservative Opposition Party have gone into Election Day with an edge in the polls. Despite a relatively successful response to the pandemic, there's anger in South Korea at growing inequality, soaring house prices and a series of corruption scandals. Analysts say losing both cities would be a crushing defeat for President Moon, overshadowing his last year in office before the presidential poll. The United States has hailed the start of talks in Vienna, which aim to revive the international deal on Iran's nuclear program as a welcome and constructive step. The two sides aren't meeting directly. They're relying instead on European diplomats to shuttle between them. Donald Trump withdrew from the deal three years ago, but President Biden wants to rejoin it. A State Department spokesman, Ned Price, said he expected the discussions to be difficult. Even though we are not meeting directly with the Iranians, as we have said, it is a welcome step, it is a constructive step, it is a potentially useful step as we seek to determine what it is that the Iranians are prepared to do to return to compliance with the stringent limitations under the 2015 deal and as a result, what we might need to do to return to compliance ourselves. Researchers studying a freshly unearthed Bronze Age stone say it may be the oldest three-dimensional map in Europe. The two-metre-wide slab, first uncovered in 1900, was rediscovered in the cellar of a French castle. Archaeologists who've studied engravings on the 4,000-year-old stone say it was probably a way to affirm the ownership of territory by a minor prince or king at the time. The United States is facing a shortage of tomato ketchup due to the pandemic. Heinz, which produces the most popular brand, says it's been unable to keep up with surging demand. With more, here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. The main problem appears to be a switch away from shared bottles of tomato ketchup on restaurant tables. Following government advice to avoid reusable food containers to curb the spread of the virus, bottles have been replaced by individual sachets of ketchup, but demand has outstripped supply. Retail sales of the condiment increased by 15% last year, putting extra pressure on the product supply chain, with more people cooking at home. Heinz says it's now boosting production of its much-loved table sauce. And the reality TV star Kim Kardashian West has officially become a billionaire. She joined Forbes magazine's billionaires list after earnings increased from her clothing and cosmetic brands, along with TV and advertising deals. To local finance news, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,727. That's 195 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $100 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.73 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 18 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 75 cents. 
To sport now, we start with football, where Manchester City left it late to beat Borussia Dortmund in the Champions League. De Bruyne left for the ball from here and curled in towards the back post. Gundogan takes that down brilliantly. Foden then scores with his left foot. Oh, what a goal that was from Manchester City. Phil Foden scored late to give City a 2-1 win over Dortmund in the first leg of their Champions League quarter-final tie at Etihad Stadium. The goal came after Marco Royce equalised for the visitors. Kevin De Bruyne had City's first goal. Manager Pep Guardiola says he's relieved to be carrying a lead into the second leg. Yeah, it's better to win that, uh, that draw, but uh, still we had, even when 1-1, we had 90 minutes. First half, we were not clever with the ball. Our pass was not better for the for the mate. And the second half was much better, and we had uh, the two or three clear chances after 1-0 to score the second and the third. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but uh, at the concede 1-1, we were there, and, and uh, yeah, we scored the, the final goal. In Spain, Real Madrid outclassed Liverpool 3-1 in the first leg of their quarterfinal. Vinicius Junior scored twice for the hosts. Mo Salah got Liverpool's goal. More from the BBC's Alistair Bruce Ball. Liverpool can't really have any complaints about the scoreline tonight. I think it reflected the game. They were outplayed and outclassed in the first half. Not good in, in any area of the field, Liverpool. 2-0 down at half-time, caught out by two excellent passes forward by Tony Kroos. But both, I think, Jurgen Klopp will look at and think they should have been dealt with. Uh, Vinicius Junior chested down the first and drove a shot past Alisson. He was fantastic all night, gave Trent Alexander-Arnold a torrid time down Liverpool's right flank. It was Alexander-Arnold for the second goal with a poor back header towards Alisson. It didn't reach him. Asensio nipped in and scored the goal. 15 minutes at the start of the second half and Liverpool were right in it. It went really end-to-end, very exciting in that period. Salah got one back for Liverpool, but at that point, Real Madrid could have scored two or three more. Vinicius Jr. did get his second, and actually, in the end, I think I think Liverpool have got to be slightly thankful. They got the away goal, that's the one positive, and they didn't concede any more because Real Madrid tonight, by far the better team. To golf, and defending champion Dustin Johnson will partner Lee Westwood in the first two rounds of this week's Masters. Johnson, who will start as favourite, says he's confident of making it back-to-back titles. The mindset coming into the week doesn't change at all just because, you know, it's, it's another tournament. You know, I won the Masters those five months ago. So, you know, coming in this week, it, it's, it's, a, it's a new year. It's a, it's a new tournament. So the mindset's still the same. It's not going to change. And in the NBA, Joel Embiid starred on his return to the Philadelphia 76ers lineup, scoring 35 points in a 109-96 win over the Boston Celtics. It takes the Sixers past Brooklyn at the top of the Eastern Conference. To end the news, the top stories once again. Three high-profile pro-democracy figures plead guilty to unauthorised assembly charges. A government adviser says buying AstraZeneca vaccines is a waste of resources amid worries about safety and efficacy. And a green group reminds people to take trash home after rubbish piled up in beauty spots during the holiday weekend. The news from RTHK. Hi, my name is Wise Mike and I'm good at busting myths. Some may say heated tobacco products with less smoke and odour are healthier. Don't fool me. There's no such thing as safe and healthy tobacco. In fact, both heated tobacco and electronic cigarettes cause harm to smokers and those exposed to the secondhand smoke. Call 1833-183 to quit smoking now. Smoking harms. Don't smoke at all. My son's vaccination appointment should be soon. Has my father-in-law used up his healthcare vouchers? 
Register with eHealth and download the eHealth app. And these records can be viewed at a glance. We can view our own and our children's vaccination records, which include COVID-19 vaccination records. Elderly people can check their healthcare voucher records anytime as well. There are also other functions like searching for doctors and viewing medication records. The eHealth app, a new mode for managing your health. Don't wait. Download it now.
in a bottle, baby. Come, come, come on and let me out. One.